Hello, welcome to Spotlight, an artistic oasis in a cultural desert. Spotlight, brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. It's all about premieres this evening. We hear about this year's Mananan Festival and a premiere from one local headliner. How a new radio play taking the island and those who live here as a theme is to receive its premiere right here on Manx Radio. Where else? And the Manx Wind Orchestra celebrate their 25th with, yeah, you're way ahead of me, a premiere of a new work written specially for them. As always, do get in touch with any creative, artistic endeavours you may be involved in, planning, hoping to create, or would really like to put in the spotlight. See what I did there. Be they poetic, visual, theatrical, musical, literary, mime, you name it, just email me, shout it out now, spotlight at manxradio.com, or if you prefer, and who wouldn't, Howard Kane at manxradio.com. That's Kane with an E. So off we go to Premier Land. Anyone worth their artistic salt will know that one of the best-known festivals on the Isle of Man is already underway. The Mananan Festival has featured some of the greatest musicians, actors, writers, groups, poets in the world over the years. At its home, the ever-wonderful Erin Arts Centre, this year it's had its share of difficulties, it has to be said, but promises much the same, as well as featuring some world-class talent resident right here on the island. Arts Development Manager at the EAC, Pip Rolf, told me more. It's been running since 1975, I think. So four years after the centre opened, obviously started by John Bethel. And, um, yeah, it's featured some pretty heavyweight names um, in pretty much all spheres over the years. Um, So, yeah, I hope most people know about it. And you're right, it's always had a real... I always feel there's been sort of something for everyone, really. It hasn't just been elitist. Uh, No, there's been... I mean, obviously the focus has been predominantly on classical music, Um, there's been a lot of piano uh, music, a lot of solo pianists, but also theatre, quartets, uh, folk, jazz. I was going to say, I've been some great jazz at the Mananan over the years. Yeah, we don't have jazz this year because, in another plug, uh, we've got um, a jazz festival happening here in October. Absolutely, yeah. Is that Jerry Carter again back in that one? (laughs) Yeah, Jerry has a hand in it. (laughs) So let's go back to this year's festival. It's already underway? It is underway. Um, We've had a a little bit of a rocky start in that um, Ruth Kagan and Rachel Hare were due to be launching their new album, which was recorded here last year. So that would have been a lovely piece of symmetry to open the festival with. Um, Unfortunately, uh, due to illness, we have been forced to... uh, Let's say postpone. I mean, we've cancelled it in that it's not going to be rerun during festival week. But because it's an album launch, it will be rescheduled, possibly for August. And looking forward towards the weekend then, what's coming up uh, if people are thinking uh, maybe coming down this weekend? Okay, um, well, we've got three real grandstand acts Thursday, Friday, Saturday. Thursday, we have the Solemn Quartet, who are a London-based string quartet, who are absolutely incredible they were recommended to me my um martin outram of the magini who have played here uh, before and in a heartbeat he said put the solemn on so i have um they're one of those really thrilling kind of contemporary quartets contemporary in that they i put in the press they they join the dots between schubert and kate bush but um they they play all the kind of classical canon 
but they also perform they've just performed a piece by um radiohead's johnny greenwood um they also um sort of perform pieces by a lot of the contemporary composers too so they're no they're really thrilling kind of innovative group so that's thursday night uh friday night we have jennifer cannon mason um now the cannon mason family need well, well-known. Very little introduction, especially here. Um, Shaku, Isata and Bremer have all played here in the past. Just a ridiculously talented family thing. How can you get so much talent in one family? I know, it's absolutely incredible. Uh, there is another younger sister as well, who names, who, whose name escapes me, who is grade eight in two instruments aged, I don't know. Makes you want to give up. <laughs> it, it, it really does. But Jennifer is an incredible pianist. Uh, and we'll be here on Friday night. There are a few tickets left, but not many. And what we'll probably do is put a couple of extra ones in just on the door. So if you don't get a ticket, there is still a possibility of getting in to see her. And then Saturday night, see, I thought I'd been really clever. We'll bookend the festival with Manx artists. So we're going to have Ruth and Rachel on the Monday. And the Saturday, uh, we have Christine Collister and her fantastic band, now, I can't name all of them. I know that the, the rows are heavily involved. So there's Steve, Callum, uh, Lindsay, uh, Christy, uh, who I believe you may know. I've heard of her, yeah. <laughs> She's all right. And there's somebody else whose name I don't know. I'm really sorry. but um, So Christine will be performing on the Saturday night. Now, I know that she has been working on an album that has Manx folklore at its core. And we are definitely going to get a world premiere of some of that new material. So that should be a special one. That should be excellent. And again, there can't be anyone on the island who hasn't heard of Christine Collister. Yes, one of the island's best exports on the singing front. Just remind us again then, if people are thinking about anything at the Mananan, or indeed, of course, after the Mananan, it's not like the uh, Erin Art Centre goes dark for the rest of the year. Plenty of other things coming up. How do they get in contact? Um, for tickets, yeah. well, you can go on our Ticket Source site, so that's our Ticket Source uh, Aaron Arts Centre. Um, you can get details through the website, or you can call us on 835-858. We don't take reservations anymore, but you can come into the box office and buy tickets here at the Arts Centre. Pip Roth there, and as he said, the weekend will see local, not housewife, but superstar, Christine Collister, take to the stage to premiere her new work of her own. I take it you're not a housewife, Christine. She spoke to her own Christy de Hayden. Don't think she's a housewife either. And Christy asked her what we could expect. A lot of fun, I think. A lot yeah. of fun and, um, yeah, good good vibes. We're aiming for good vibes. You've been writing and writing and writing with a real Manx theme to what you're doing. Yeah, um, I came up with this um, idea. I managed to get um, equal funding from the uh, Manx um, Arts Council and Culture Vannin. Um, and I've never done anything like it before. I, I, I had to come up with a theme, which is something I'm not very good at. But I came up with a theme of writing songs that are inspired by Manx folklore and a, and a sense of magical place. Because I, I do love the island and it is full of magic so I started reading lots of the the folklore the, the stories and what have you and, and a few of them um, sparked my imagination now I'm not telling the stories necessarily I am inspired by them <laughs> <laughs> and then also it's not it's not folk music um, it's whatever comes through me at the time and I, I 
I don't know what I imagined it would sound like to start with, but I thought I'd write sketchy songs and then I'd get uh, a bunch of people in to record them. But it turns out that I've just been playing with uh, the wonderful musical sounds in the Logic um, Loops box on my computer. And I've just had the most amazing time. Now, I am a reluctant writer. You know, writing is not my forte. It's not the thing that I, uh, you know, I love to sing. Singing is a a relatively easy thing for me and I love it. Um, And writing has always been a bit of a a struggle for me. I, you know, I've struggled with the the art of writing. (laughs) And and here I am um, and I wrote eight songs in about as many weeks uh, recently. I I need to write one more, I think. but, so do we know when this album may be out? Um, I'm hoping to have it finished before the end of the year. Um, but there's also the possibility, and I, I've yet to talk to some people about this, of perhaps turning it into a booklet and, um, and have it, having some really uh, lovely artwork with it as well. But I don't know how practical that might be, mm-hmm. but it would be a lovely thing to do. It's, it, it makes It lends sense. itself to that, yeah. It really does. Well, we're going to hear one now. We're going to hear Sound of Infinity. Tell us a little bit about this one. Uh, right, OK. Well, I was kind of... Um, in a bit of a um, a corner about a particular song and I, I but I, I put together this musical landscape that I really loved and I thought no that's never going to work for any of these songs and so I put aside the idea I originally had and I started looking through my notes of which I have loads <laughs> and uh, and I found this one little um, phrase and it said uh, the old when the old people of Dolby Mountain did, did we even know we had a mountain in Dolby? I didn't. Uh, when the old people of Dolby Mountain, they used to go up to the mountain and put their ear to the earth and listen to the sounds of infinity. And I just love that phrase. Listen to the wind Listen to Soul that yearns to be free. 
wonderful stuff from Christine Collister, as ever. I don't think she's ever done a duffer, to be honest with you. And if you want to catch her live, you may be looking to snaffle a ticket, though I think there's only a handful left if it's not sold out. Who knows? Check it out if you fancy your chances. You can go online to their website. You can try Ticket Source Erin Arts Centre. You can phone 835858 for info. No reservations over the phone, I'm afraid. Or drop into the EAC itself. Check out what's going on there while you're there. Spotlight. Brought to you by the Isle of Man Arts Council. Now, we don't hear as much drama or radio plays on Manx Radio as we'd like, I dare say. I think we can say that. It's an arts programme. Who's going to disagree? More drama, plays, stories and comedy, please. There we are. But that's about to change with another premiere. I think that's our last this evening. Suddenly at Home. It's written, directed and produced by a super-talented pairing of Sonia Quayle and John Crane, who told Sean Sternick more about the project. The way Suddenly at Home works is it's sort of narrator-driven, and uh, that really affords you the ability to, you know, look inside characters' heads. You can think, know what they're thinking, what they're dreaming about, uh, all this kind of thing. Um, whereas on, you know, on screen, you have to... You can still do all that stuff, but it requires the actors to show it, like, with their faces, really. Whereas to have a narrator who, who can, you know, knows everyone inside out and is God, essentially, like, all-knowing, um, is really liberating. It's really fun to write like that. Similar with the directing, it was... Um, in fact, I was a little bit hesitant when John invited me onto the project because... Um, I'm such a visual person, so I was like, well, how do you direct for... for I mean, obviously, you do think about uh, dialogue when you're directing for film and theatre as well, but actually, it was such a great process. We had so much fun with it. The fact that you can, you know, you can get takes very quickly. You don't have to wait for, you know, the crew to set up or, you know, and it's very... Uh, the directing is very actor-focused, which is my favourite part of directing uh, James Northcott really kindly offered to play the narrator for us we've worked with James before he's got uh, what what I think of as a, a beautifully timeless very British accent which I really wanted as the backdrop for the Manx accents um, the Max, Manx accents in themselves is such a wide range and against that British accent you can really appreciate that and it's one of the things that I've really enjoyed about uh, getting the performances and then uh, John came to the Isle of Man we got all of the Isle of Man actors into Manx Radio Edward Crompton our editor uh, came over to help us out and Sarah Hendy was our technician and it was such a, it was a great team one of the best things about this project for me is that I get to work with the uh, the Manx players uh, who I love to do theatre with, Dot Tilbury kindly accepted to take a part for us, and Jane Corkill. So these are people that we all know on the Isle of Man as really great performers, and everybody's working together without having to be in the same place at the same time. So that was another great thing about doing radio. And it's so full of, as you said, Manx voices, Manx actors, Manx voices. The materials you I, I read about about your play talk about being manx how 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 the play is a reflection of of what what it what it's all about to be manx now you know i'm obviously not i'm I've, i'm i'm a come over um what's it mean to be manx john 
Um, well, what I wanted to do with uh, Suddenly at Home was to sort of offer an alternative take on what it is to be Manx. Um, you know, because we have, as a nation, we have quite a, a sort of strong idea of who we are and how we like to portray ourselves. You know, um, and the you know the sort of Manx language and that kind of Manx identity that wonders have been done as sort of reviving Manx as a language. Um, but when I grew up in the 90s, that that wasn't as mainstream as it is now. Um, and of course, there's nothing, I'm not sort of arguing that that is, is not a true form of Manxness, but I wanted to, to explore a kind of Manxness that you don't seem, see, see celebrated quite so much. Um, you know, the kind of, because in, in the 90s, I think it was a very different place. And it's sort of, it's set then. Mm. And there's a lot of the kind of characters who um, I encountered largely through my two grandmothers. I had lots of these sort of really eccentric friends and, you know, people who would talk about really quite odd things and not, not thinking they were funny. Um, and I hope that those people who sort of don't get officially remembered are uh, are remembered somehow in Suddenly at Home. Fascinated already? Bet you are. Then you don't want to miss it. The premiere of Suddenly at Home will be right here on Manx Radio, 9pm on Timwell Day, and available afterwards as a podcast. Don't miss it. You can take it with if you get the podcast, of course. I've had a sneak preview. It's beautifully produced theatre for the ears. Now, this is our last told you I'd lose count, but by no means least premiere. It's music again, albeit a little bit different to Christine, the Manx Wind Orchestra. They've got a special celebration this year. They've marked it, how else, but with some specially commissioned music by a very well-known name in the genre. Saxophonist in the Manx Wind Orchestra, Guy Pickard. Tell me more. The Alleman Wind Orchestra are having a, uh, a concert on this Friday, 1st of July, 7.30pm at St Ninian's Church. And it is one of our regular concerts, but it is a special occasion on this occasion because it's celebrating our 25th anniversary. And the um, the music that we're playing includes, um, as you say, the uh, uh, the piece by Martin Ellaby, um, which is called Four Manx Dancers. And uh, it's been specially commissioned to celebrate our uh, our anniversary, so this is going to be sort of the uh, the premiere of uh, of playing the piece, and Mr. Ellaby himself will be there to to listen. So um, it's it's a big deal for the orchestra. It is it, no mistakes then. If if I can put it in sort of footballing terms, imagine um, Jurgen Klopp giving our fantastic Isle of Man Ravens uh, some set pieces to work on and then finding that Jurgen Klopp's at the ball on Saturday afternoon to watch him so it's a similar sort of thing for us where we've got um, we've we've put a lot of work into it we want to do it as, as well as we can for, for Mr Ellaby he's heard us play before because five years ago we commissioned him to uh, to do another piece for us to celebrate the 20th anniversary which was a which was a wonderful occasion um, five Manx romances on that particular occasion uh, he he wrote and um, he used the word romances in the terms of um, of a saga or a story rather than a sort of something romantic, you know, actually sort of d'amour, a romantic. Um, and um, we all loved playing it. It was a lot of it was very challenging for the orchestra, but with all the hard work that went into it, we 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 did a very good performance of it. So we're looking forward to the premiere this Friday of his four 
Manx dancers. Um, he, he's taken um, inspiration, really, from visiting the island. And um, on this occasion, the four pieces are called Castletown, which is a sort of lively opening, um, sort of almost like a marchy piece. Mm-hmm. Um, Ramsey, which is um, lilting and uh, with passion. There's a wonderful piece called The Point of Air, which I think, being a saxophonist, and I have a little part in this, it's it's almost like cool jazz. Uh, it's oh, we a, like it's, that. Yes, it's a really <laughs> delightful sort of um, slow um, piece featuring um, solo oboe as well. Um, and then finally, Peel, which is a vivace uh, sort of finale piece, um, really lively, very exciting to play, terrific to listen to. Martin Ellaby, of course, uh, if people don't know, he's very well known composing for both brass bands and winds and concert orchestra. He's, he's way up there, isn't he? He is. He is. He is a graduate of the London College of Music. He studied composition at the Royal College of Music. He holds a doctorate of musical arts uh, degree. Uh, he's written symphonias, sonatas, suites, music for strings, choir, orchestra, you name it. He's done it military bands. Uh, he's written pieces for... ABRSM exams, um, sight reading and uh, test pieces. He's written music for brass band um, competitions and tests. Uh, His music has been played all around the world. Uh, Glancing at his uh, Wikipedia, it's uh, Royal Albert Hall, Festival Hall, St Paul's Cathedral, New York. St Ninians. And St (laughs) Ninians, yeah, fantastic, yeah. The orchestra itself, it, it's a community orchestra, so people can get involved with if they come along, get a taste for it and think, oh, I wouldn't mind, uh, wouldn't mind joining up with that. Indeed, uh, absolutely. We are a community band as defined by the, um, the Association of Symphonic Bands and Wind Ensembles, which is a sort of national organisation. Uh, it's been going since 1997. Our musical director, Paul Dunderdale, who's just about to sadly step down, was one of the founding members. Uh, along with a guy called Chris Weldon and Henry Tier, who was a physics teacher at Castle Russian. Um, it's open to players of woodwind, brass and percussion of all ages, of all abilities. And if I may just mention that, Paul's been running this show for 25 years. You won't mind me saying that he's actually 72 now. <laughs> Don't and, tell anyone. And he's stepping down <laughs> and um, there is a vacancy for musical director. Big um, shoes to fill. Absolutely. I, th- I think the information would be there on the Isle of Man Wind Orchestra's Facebook page. Um, the announcement was only made this week, and of course we're all still a little bit in shock about it, but um, we support Paul in every way. He's been wonderful. Uh, he'll be on top form on Friday night, and um, we're looking forward to supporting him and, and doing our very, very best for him. Congratulations and happy birthday to them. Do let them know if you think you could take over from Paul's rather large shoes. I can't play the new piece. It's a premiere, it hasn't had its premiere yet, but let's finish with a snippet of the music Martin Ellaby did for the 20th anniversary of the band. Lovely stuff. That's about it for this week. Don't forget, if you want to hear anything again, go to manxradio.com, download the Spotlight podcast, listen at your leisure. Drop me a line with any artistic thoughts, ideas, whatever. Stay creative, and I'll see you next week. Cheerio. Cheerio.